Welcome to The Culture Factor, where we talk to founders and influential leaders about company culture. We share stories from the C-suite that help executives engage their business from the inside and create a map to transform their culture. Because the truth is, culture eats strategy for breakfast. I want to thank our listeners for joining The Culture Factor and ask that you subscribe, rate, and consider leaving a review. We'd love to hear who you'd like to listen to next. And a thank you to our sponsor, Company Tribes. They have an app and a virtual experience to help keep your tribe together during difficult times like now and business as usual. How strong is your company culture? Reach out to Paul at companytribes.com. Today, we have Brandon Andra, who is a serial entrepreneur, founder, and CEO of California Renewable Energy. Prior to that, he founded and served as president of a SaaS software company. Brandon has developed and managed many high-performing sales teams over his years. He currently leads a team of over 54 sales reps that he has scaled in the past six months. This insane growth of human capital has had unique challenges and also massive opportunities. Today on The Culture Factor, Brandon will talk with us about how intentionally hiring people in line with company values can unintentionally affect work culture for the better. So let me introduce, hello, Brandon Andra. Welcome to The Culture Factor. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Well, it's nice to have you. We, we also have Paul Jones with us. He's the co-producer of Culture Factor. Hi, Paul. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, welcome aboard. Um, our sponsor today is Company Tribes, and Paul is also the president of Company Tribes. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes at the end. So let's dive in, Brandon. Um, can you share with us your intentional interview process? Yeah, so right now with our interview process, it actually kind of happens before the interview process. So we've, we've tested out throwing up job applications online, and I, I would guess, you know, the typical way a company is going to source their, their employees. And we've really struggled with that. And so a vein that's worked really well for us is just working through referrals through our current employees. And the two things that we hire and fire by are good humans and hard work. And if they have those two, then we'll sit down and, and do an interview. But by the time we've sat down and done an interview, we already have stories or examples or you know demonstrations where the person that's referring that person for us to sit down with has shared with us. And so we like to do a lot of the work before the actual interview itself, just so we know who we're talking with. because. I mean, you can ask anybody, are you a hard worker? They're going to say yes. You can ask anybody, you know, are you a good human? They're going to say yes. And so we try and, and get that, you know, those opinions from people other than the person we're talking to. But what's the most important thing to me? Our, our organization is very self-centric and that's how we started. Now it's, you know, the ops play just as big as part as the, the sales do in revenue. Uh, but I, I just had to sit down because we were starting with sales and say, look, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, what do I need from a person to have success or not? And what do I, what are the obstacles that I'm okay dealing with? And what are the ones I'm not? And everything came back to these two things. And what's been so interesting for me is I, I started out thinking that, you know, how do you, how do you say if someone's a good human or not? And I thought, you know, you have hard work or you don't. And the complete opposite has happened that, when we sit down with people, whether it's me and a manager or we're doing a group interview, whatever, 
I mean, you just know in the first 30 seconds if, if they check that box on being a good human or not. And you can tell when you're talking with their friends or whoever referred them, yeah, this person's got integrity or he doesn't. Or this person treats others with respect or he doesn't. Whereas on the work side, people have came in at all sorts of the spectrum. And I'm not saying that they're not on the good human, but it seems like it's more of an intentional choice. And so we're, we're a little bit more willing to work with somebody on their work ethics and, and get them up and teach them how to be relentless and have grid and, and just stay consistent. But man, it, sometimes it's hard to change people if, if they believe in honesty and integrity or not. So it's not like for your good human, it's not like you have this, all right, Sam, I'd like you to take this 10 question uh, questionnaire about if you're a good human or not. If you passed it, you're in. No, I wish it was more scientific and, and hopefully we can get there. You know, maybe it's the Myers-Briggs. I don't really know how, and if you guys find anything, let, let us know because you guys are diving deep into this culture stuff. But for us, it's an intangible. And we, we know by the way that that person that's referring them is talking about them. And then we know when we meet them face to face. And that's one of our roles is every person we sit down with face to face for an in-person meeting, uh, you know, before we take them down the path. So going to ask you, Brandon, as, as you're kind of doing the back, you know, a lot of times you hear in hiring processes, you have to call uh, at least three people, yeah. um, whether it's, you know, someone that's uh, one of the recommendations that, that you get on the application. It seems like you guys are, you guys stick pretty closely to that. Are you calling the people that your candidates are recommending or are you going outside of that and doing some more in-depth work? You know, we're, we're trying something new that I've never done it any previous company, you know, when I first started uh, 14 years ago in sales, uh, we would, we did things a certain way. My last software company, we always called three references. What I didn't like about that though, was the candidate usually handpicked those references. And so they were already prepped to talk about that individual a certain way. Where now we're kind of tossing that out the window and just saying, look, everybody in our company, you know what we hire and what we fire by. So even if somebody squeaks in here, they're not going to last very long if they don't have these two things. And so with this strategy, we're just trusting our employees a little bit that if they refer someone, they truly believe they have those two things. So at this point, we haven't made any reference calls and it's worked out so far and uh, we're testing at a new strategy though i've never done this before at any other company it sounds like it's working really well for you I, I mean you're scaling really fast and you have such a trustworthy team you seem very um excited about yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, at this point right here i was forecasting somewhere between 20 and 30 employees and we're at 54 so we went from four to 54 within the last six months and you know, we have the conversation with our, with our employees, look, we're willing to compromise growth and profit to make sure that we adhere to these two values, good humans and hard work. And, and they know we'll stand by that. And so I was predicting us to grow a little bit slower because we were being very picky with who we brought on, but uh, it's worked out really well where we've, we've grown twice as fast as I thought we would. Well, Brandon, I didn't know there were that many good humans on the planet. That's amazing. You've got that many. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Right. Clearly, there's a lot of benefits to focusing on uh, hiring with integrity. Um, let me ask you uh, another question. So 
as we look at how this all translates in the pipeline of the design of your sales team and your operations team, which um, I think you had alluded that they're very different for you, and I'll, I'll let you elaborate on that, um, has the design of that, um, of your sales team and your operations team, how has that looked in your supply chain, which ultimately brings you to your customers? Yeah, I, I think it's been everything. It, the, it our, my last company, the mistake that we made was trying to bring in core values or guiding principles halfway through the company. And so we were, we, we existed for about five years before it was acquired and about two and a half years in, we tried to implement some core values that we would hire and fire by. And man, I can tell you, I always had the traditional sales versus ops, you know, tension at that software company. And we tried our best to, to break down those silos and collaborate and have that synergy. But this time it's been completely different starting from day one and letting everybody know this is what we stand for. And, and part of the criteria in good human is having integrity, having honesty, but also treating others with respect. And so how that's impacted us going from sales to ops to the customer at the very end of the process is it's changed everything in our reputation, our reviews online. Uh, we have way more synergy with our ops teams. We have more transaction, more sales from that, but we also have less cancellations. And, I, and a lot of that is, I think, the vibe and the, the experience that our customers have with our, our reps. So for me, it's, it's, uh, it's been everything to start it from day one and implement it coming in, into this business. Do, do you find that you kind of look to those same core values within your supply chain with the partnerships that you make? Absolutely. And that's what's really defined who we are and our pricing with our partnerships because we hear all the time, look, we'll give you guys better pricing because we like working with you guys. We hate working with everybody else. And, and sometimes they can't even describe why. Sometimes they can, but we know why. And, and we have the, those set of values that we adhere to very closely. It doesn't matter if you're a rep, you're a manager, who you are in the company. That's what we stand for. And, and it's cool to see it come full circle and, and see how others view us as well. So, so Brandon, when you're, you know, you've done, so you've done the process of hiring, you know, the, these people to, to these values, hard work and, and being a good human. Um, how do you keep that going? How do you keep that, those values alive in everyday work? Yeah. So I, I think that's the struggle. And I think that's what we're going to try and be intentional about to try and maintain that as we go to 100, 200, 500 reps. Uh, I think that'll be tough. How we're doing it right now is when we give shout outs to people, when, we, when there is recognition given or highlights, we try and tie everything back to you know, working hard and the results that are produced there or being a good human and what happened. For example, you know, I had a rep that I was highlighting the other day because he, he noticed on his commission report that we had overpaid him. And so he demonstrated integrity, which would fall under our, our good human, told us, which he could have easily kept that, we would have never caught it because it had already been audited and passed the audit on payroll. And so nobody would have ever caught that. He could have kept that extra money, but instead he reached out to me, let us know. And, and so I wanted to highlight that to everybody else so we can say, look, this isn't just when you come in the door this is after you come in the door and the whole time that you're here because it's truly what we hire and fire by. 
such a good point. And often it's, it's so easy to, you know, get in a room and, and come up with some values that, that mean something to you, but it's a whole nother thing to really instill it into the workforce. And so I think going upstream and, and making sure that you're hiring to that and then keeping that theme going on uh, is so valuable because it just, it shows reliability from a company standpoint. Um, and how is that, you know, now, Brandon, as, as you're looking to the future and, and growing your team, how is this going to shape your results? How does this shape your work like you were talking about, uh, your environment? What does that environment feel like to you guys? Yeah, I think it increases our longevity for the role that you're in or the company or everything. I know, I mean, as I look across the 54 people that we've hired, I love working with these guys. And as I explain the, especially being a good human to people, I call it the Christmas party test. You know, if you, if you are going to go to the Christmas party, are you excited to go to the Christmas party with your spouse to hang out with your coworkers? Or is it an awkward event? Because you don't really like working with them, right? That's perfect. So that's what I, we call the, I love the Christmas that test. Party test. <laughs> I think we've all been there where you're like, Babe, I know it sucks. We got to go there for three hours, but we have to. It's a company. And then, can, can we hashtag that? <laughs> Christmas party test, yes. But then I've had very few times where I'm actually excited, besides hanging out with our friends, right? This is a work environment that I've been able to take my spouse to, and we're excited to go to have the conversations or to be able. And so, to answer your question, Paul, I think it just totally increases the longevity of of what we're trying to do. When we, when we can unite on our values, then we can work in harmony and then we can work on the hard stuff or the challenges or the obstacles that are in every industry, every business, right? But I don't want to be having the obstacle of what are our values. We got to have these in place and then we can go faster. Wow. That's fantastic. Thank you, Brandon. I, I, I'm going to end on this note because it's so perfect <laughs> and we're taking the hashtag Christmas party test. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should say happy holidays. <laughs> and when you guys go to your Christmas party this year, you'll think about that. Absolutely. There you go. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you, Brandon. This was really great having you on the culture factor. I hope you had a good time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming.